Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we're back, uh, still in Smallville, to talk about the conclusion to the Horrorville arc by Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter. It's a bit scary, a bit spooky, all to do for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was it was a certainly scary one, um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was interesting doing this in two parts. Yeah, oh, I, I think, felt yeah, I felt like the the tone shifted between the previous two parts and these two parts a little oh. bit. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I certainly think that there was a big shift in in issue thirty eight. Um, yeah, that standalone wise, you know, that had a different genre all unto itself i i think um but yeah. yeah i mean it was i think it was great that we did split it up in in the fact that we were able to at least give as much attention to you know to the issues yeah. so we've got two here uh, 38 mm. 39 that caps off this um I, I guess you could say well it's really like a four-parter isn't it and that that first bit yeah, was it's like a four-parter a, and then the first it was like a little epilogue yeah. slash prologue um yeah. you know so this is one of those eras in comics where I think... <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> As listeners may know, I am uh, sick right now. But, um, yeah. Uh, so you, you, got that, you got that kryptonite in the mail then, Connor, I take it. Happy yeah. Trail, happy trails. <laughs> you know, there's the, the cornfields and the monsters. Oh, there. yeah, that too as well. The hell either. Uh, the stupid mess that these idiot hicks keep, you know... Doing anyway. Um, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Mission complete. No, I don't. Know. I don't know. Um, it's uh, uh. Anyway, it's good to give these issues. Like you know, it's it's good to just be able to go into them and not have to rush it. Oh yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, you know, two had like, for my taste, too many events in terms of not not company wide events like Marvel, but. Uh, every couple of Superman arcs, you would have a big Superman event that would go across all titles. Oh, okay. Um, and I wasn't really into any of them. Mm-hmm. The <coughs> one second. Oh, looks like the Red Sun has got the better of Connor. Yeah, um, a, a, an example being Super Doom. Yep. Um, but that wasn't bad. Uh, I guess it was like you know. Then after this. I don't know if it's right after this, but there's like a. It gets to a point where there's building up to a big event called Truth. Uh, oh, the one that I've heard about. Yeah, because they did it again. Yes, um, with Bendis. Yep. And then that, that was sort of a big crossover thing, and I feel like, you know, these writers are capable of some really great stuff. I kind of feel like it's wasted on like a mm-hmm. event sort of thing, because the events, in my opinion, weren't that good. Yeah, right. Like. Especially the Batman Superman title as well, where you didn't have Batman, but you had Jim Gordon in a robot Batman suit, and that was like, I don't know, the whole thing was just a bit whack. <laughs> so yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. And then you had, there was like a huge one with Randall Savage. Okay. Uh, called Savage Dawn, which I wasn't big on either. Um, which I mean, sucks because it was an awesome idea, but yeah. It was... Yeah, the advantage, I guess, and, and this is not having you know read any of them, but just the the concept is pretty. It gives a a bigger canvas, right, to to tell a bigger story. I mean, that that would be fun. Uh, I guess it's good for like I can picture you liking it. Yeah. Um, 
you know. But for me, you know me, I just I just like I, I'm generally a fan of just like one writer yeah, okay. on something and like a focused good story instead well, of a big spectacle. Yeah, I mean, well, it would have to. I mean, having said that as well, I mean, it would have to be written well and and coordinated mm. well for for me to like it. You know. Um, but well, I guess there's more stakes. It's like you know, big stakes, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, not not because you like rubbish. <laughs> oh no, no 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 not at all. But yeah, I mean that that is one of the I guess the risks of it. I guess what, what yeah. I'm saying that um, on the flip side, uh, apart from having such a big canvas um, with too many writers, you know, cooks spoil the broth, that sort of thing, or, or not actually uh, yeah. coordinating yeah. properly with each other. But yeah, it can work out really well if it if it's done well. Because this all of the all of Greg Pak's stuff that he's done. Just by himself for action comics and Batman Superman is way better than, mm. in my opinion, than any stuff he did in the crossovers. Okay, yep, yep. And from what I understand, he was one of the people, plan- like the writers got together to plan the crossovers, but I think it was DC Mandate as well, I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I guess because it, it, it's, a, it's a pretty short era when you look at the big picture, yep. and I just wish there was more stuff like this. Right. Um, but, you know... It all culminated in Final Days of Superman by Peter Tomasi, which was, uh, fan- despite an abrupt ending, really fantastic and just oh, was good. terrifically okay. sad if you were a fan of this era. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Um, Got to catch up with all and, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess that wasn't a crossover, but it was like an event across all titles. Mm-hmm. It was just one doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my ramble. Um <laughs> Because, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we get a, a nice <laughs> Greg Pack centric here, All, albeit, um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it later. I did, you didn't notice it that much, but the, the last issue, uh, there was a little bit of a shift in, in the art for me as well. Um, yeah. Which, I, yeah, I didn't notice that at all, funnily enough. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, ter- it's not terrible, uh, but, and it's not jarring. You know how some people say, oh, a totally different artist and I'm taken out of it. I didn't get totally taken yeah. out. It would just have been it would have been nice if Cooter had done it all. Because he his was his art was... Junior taking over, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Cooter still had a part in it, but it's just it it wasn't up to I thought like the detailing that he did in yeah. the previous issues. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am interested to get that. I guess I was I was really more focused on the writing mm-hmm. yep. uh when I was reading through this. I guess because there wasn't there wasn't as many big pages of spectacle as there was in those first couple of issues. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, yeah speaking of, so we we have issue thirty eight here, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll just get this up on the wiki so I can look up the full credits. Ah, oh, yep. Um, <clears throat> Using our supercomputer. Yeah, yeah, my supercomputer in my fortress, <laughs> solitude. So kind of just shuffling some crystals as we speak. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about Krypton, Kal-El? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong one. Put it back. Okay, here we go. So, the writers, Greg Pak, pencilers are Aaron Cooter and Jay Lee. We'll get into that. Uh, inkers is Aaron Cooter and Jay Lee. Colorist is Will Kanata and June Chung. Letter is Desi Century and editor is Eddie Zanger and Jeremy Bant. So there is there is sections in here, not many, but that are drawn by Jay mm-hmm. Lee. Yep. In fact, it might just be one section. Um, so yeah, well, let's talk about the cover first. Yep. 
In fact, there's two covers. I want to talk about the variant as well. Um, oh, okay, I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, let me have a look. Uh, I can, I can, I there, can there's also a Flash variant, but that's just like Flash 30th anniversary. Uh, right. Uh, you might have seen it. It was the Jay Lee one with like the zombie cats. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no, I'll I link can, it in I'll chat pull, again. I can pull it up. Um, oh, well, it's, it's, it's on our discussion thread. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I was, yeah. I was seeing something there. Um, yeah, right. Uh, well, how about the, the regular cover first? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what obviously stands out is the use of colours here, mm-hmm. or lack of colours, I should say. Yes. So you, it, it's a very sort of black and white vintage horror look. You know, like, I mean, it even has... The inside of their house is glowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be some sort of, like those old pulpy alien movies or color out of space or something. And, but, so the only bit of color is Superman is standing in front of the door and it's just his red cape. There's no. Yes. So I think it's just a nice visual color. Yeah. Look, it's striking. It, it's, um, I think, you know, it's, it's more the classic horror kind of thing. It just, it mm-hmm. plays on, um, I guess suspense and, and, uh, you know, light, lighting, which you always kind of yeah. see. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, I think it's striking with the, with the black and white and, and the red. Um, and you can just vaguely see the silhouette of Superman through, uh, through the cape, which is pretty cool yeah. as well. There's a, there's a real specific movie that I'm thinking of that it's just slipping my mind. So I'm going to kick myself later. That, uh, reminds me a lot of that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Poltergeist? No, uh, with the t- a little with the bit. TV? Yeah, yeah, a little bit because of the glowing. But that yeah. wasn't what I was thinking of. I mean, that that the the sort of glowing house is an exclusive to Poltergeist, but that's definitely a very iconic. Mm. Well, that's image. it's a TV Poltergeist, um, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess I was more thinking of the at the end when like the house is sort of. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't really like that movie that much, to be honest. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like it. I really like the cover. It's probably my favorite cover so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, probably my favorite cover overall out of the normal covers. Yeah, just because I like what it goes for. You know, I, I would, I would agree as well in the fact that you know taking nothing away from the others because they look you know really good, top notch as well. But just as kind of classic, sty- yeah. stylish covers go, you, you know, this is this has got you know got a little bit of style to it. Um, and it's a more ominous cover as well. Mm-hmm. The others had a bit more action. I think this ominous cover goes for a bit of a change of tone that we get yeah. for these two issues. Oh, yes, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, because the slider last... There's like a slider and there was like a lot of comedy in the last two issues. A lot mm-hmm. of like bad stuff as well, but then the comedy is a bit less in these two issues, I think. Um, yeah. Not as as present. Uh, but th- this has a textless variant, which I really, I really like when they do textless variants. Like a virgin cover? Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. just doesn't have like the action comics or DC yes. logo yep. or anything, mm-hmm. um, and that that looks really nice as well. Yeah, and um, there's also the Jay Lee variant mm-hmm. as well. Unless you had anything else to say about this cover? Uh no, no, no. It's, it's a pretty simple cover. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. No, no, not at all. Simple and effective. Uh, exactly. Now we have the Jay Lee cover. Hmm. Um, have you have you experienced much of Jay Lee's artwork? Oh, back, really back, yeah, back in the nineties, I have. Um, he did a bit of Namor, Submariner. Um, huh. 
Yeah, and uh, he did some X some X title X titles as well. So, uh yeah, yeah, he yeah he was very different in the nineties to what he is in um the the new fifty two era. Mm, okay, uh, I mean, just looking at that cover, I think he's well, different. That, yeah, yeah, I guess it, it must be down to the because uh, he's, he's partnered here with Inks with um oh jeez, I've just lost it with uh what's the fellow's name um. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I'm yeah. just I'm just looking there. So I was watching it on the uh, looking at it over the app uh, with yeah. Jun Jun Chung. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it just I think the the inks make a, a big difference um, with his art. But yeah, of course he's he's probably developed massively over the next over the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah, with his art. Well, I mean, it's not it's not so nineties either because uh, his his nineties artwork is very. 90s, you know what I mean? It's oh, no, muscles. it is, um, yes. Yeah. Not not that I'm dissing on his art. I'm dissing on the 90s, but I'm not dissing on his art. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ain't nothing wrong with know, the 90s, come on. Because <laughs> I've... Uh, Jay Lee did the first arc for Batman Superman in Greg Pak's run. Oh, okay, right. Which was gorgeous. I loved that art style oh, and the nice. way he drew Gotham. Uh-huh. It was very nice, very sort of artistic layouts, not, not conventional panelling. Yep really stood out so it was cool to see him come back even if it's just to do covers and like a flashback sequence mm-hmm. um uh yeah and i uh so this cover is sort of superman looking at the like i'm assuming the kent sort of zombies out of the ground moving towards him on the kent farm and just yeah, the way it's lit yeah yeah the color nice. the colorist is is brilliant here mm. um i think the sky i mean that's yeah you know that's most most of where kind of the differentiation, I think, of colours come, but very earthy, very brown. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, Superman stands out because he's only got... I mean, everything else is kind of earthy, as I mentioned. Yeah. He's got the blue and red. Uh, I love yeah. the flies. Uh, and and looking from behind at the Kents, you know, again, gives him a bit more of a creepier... I mean, mm. it doesn't give... It always... That kind of thing of like not revealing everything, leaving it to your imagination, um, makes it kind of scary. So we... Yeah, um, and the classic farm, kind of. Yeah, backdrop. the ruined sort of farm. Yeah, because it's it's like dilapidated. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a real creepy sort of American horror looking thing, mm-hmm. and I I really dig it. Uh, again, it has a textless variant, which I love. Like, so you know, these maybe I'll try and hunt down these variants if possible, because uh, especially this one, this Jay Lee one. Yep. Um, but I, I like the other one too. But I think this cover is like my favorite from the whole run. Okay, oh, the, this variant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah, the, the colors are great. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I really like Jay Lee's um, New Fifty Two Superman art. You know, it's mm. really nice. That is funny because, like, you know, having said that, and and me having talked about you know the nineties and stuff. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I wasn't that much of a fan of Jay Lee. Uh, I found yeah. his art a little. Um, I don't know how you describe it. Um, uh, he would really take things to the extreme. It's very um, busy, I thought. Yeah, yeah, busy. Uh, a lot of ink in it. Yeah, you know, and it had a, he had a cool kind of like a scratchy effect, I guess, with the inker. Mm. Um, but it wasn't my yeah. I mean, like anatomies were. Um, and look, I don't mind like you know fully over muscled and stuff. But he, <laughs> I found his anatomies not as bad as Rob Liefeld, but they were. Just kind of weird. Um, yeah, very expressive the way he he 
Drew. Um, so interested yep. to see how he's... I mean, I've only got this title to go by, but you're talking about Batman Superman, how his art kind of develops in sense. It's very different. Mm. Um, like, I, I remember... Because I remember someone saying, oh, JLE did Iron Fist. I'm like, really? And then I looked at the art, and I'm like, I thought that was a different person. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, I think it's just changed over the years. And I think, yeah. the anchor, as well as the fact that it's more digital now than... Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it would be worth covering his Batman Superman stuff at some point, because I've always liked okay. that first arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Greg Pak as well. So, yeah. but, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, any, any other thoughts on that cover? Or? No, no, it's just a pretty effective cover. That's all I, I yeah. think as far as horror goes. Um, yeah, and mood, pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, uh, I guess it's, it's easy to make a cover like that over the top. Like, oh, my parents are zombies, but it's not, not over the top. Mm, yeah. I guess I think, I think that's the note I'll end on because I think that's a thing yes. worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we open up into Home is Where the Hell Is, and we have our credits, and then we have, uh, we're picking up on that flashback sequence from the previous issues where he's in the cornfields. Yep, still young. And there's a monster. Eight years old only, and, um. Yeah. Yep. And this is Jay Lee, the, the Jay Lee sequence, which lasts, lasts for two pages. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, so we do get answers to this. It's not a hallucination. Mm. <laughs> this actually happened. Uh, well, I mean, this this particular part of the monster. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we have Lana looking on. Yep, yeah, the teacher trying to drag her away. Um, and then, yeah, the monster just sort of burns everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's seeming, well, it's, it's seemingly, and Lana is is um, immolated, incinerated in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not good. Um, so, then we cut to Smallville. Yeah, so Hank back. Clark. Yeah, sorry, back to the Cuda art. Yes, and, Cuda um, artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Clark wakes up in his city clothes because where we left off, there was, you know, that monster was attacking everyone. Yes, and everyone was fighting. So, you know, we don't really know what's happened yet, uh, but he can't hear anyone's heartbeats or anything because mm-hmm. the mist is messing with his senses. But he does hear Lana scream. So. <laughs> There should be like a counter. Take a drink every time Lana screams and every time Superman says Lana. Because <laughs> you'd be pretty well on the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's right. So he's woken up from this nightmare, it seems, and he's thrown into this frying pan of, of Lana um, in in the house of his parents. Um, and it's yeah. burning. So, of course, he's panicking as well. He... It's a nice sort of page because it's it's a bit like the cover there's no colors except the orange in the kent house mm, yep and smoke coming yeah even when he bursts through the kent house it's like faded the color yeah so it's um yeah, it's all muted um but yeah. yeah the emphasis is definitely on this thing that is not just flames it's just mm. uh something else and she's trapped inside so he bursts through the house and he's hoping it's a dream because she's, you know, getting dragged into the fire. Mm-hmm. I like this effect because if you look at the three panels, you know, Superman, he should be able to get there. Uh, but the way it's drawn, uh, mm. it, it implies that it's she's not get- normal. Yeah, and she's getting away from him even though he's trying to run. Like he's actually going backwards. If you, yeah, if you take that bookshelf as a reference, you can see the house, the walls of the house are kind of warped. Yep. 
like it's a, it's a bad dream, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then we get the we get the full page where he's yelling Lana, Lana well, like just, the, just take the whole bottle there, just superimposed over his face. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. I've I've never seen that effect. I think it's really it's good, yeah. cool um, because it forces you to actually. Well, you know, it forces you to read what's that thing, and, and it is definitely, of course, Lana. Um, but uh, the play for colours as well, um, mm. where that panic-stricken red, like the code red, with yeah. with the muted colours uh, to, to form her name, uh, it's pretty inventive. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's loud. It's shaggy how loud he's yelling. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, how desperate he is. Um, and then, so we get... So we get zombie cats now. Yeah. He hears them from downstairs. So, if sorry, Connie, can I just um, of course, store yeah, no. here just as well. Like, so immediately, this issue is so much horror driven. It's like not not mm. gore sci fi horror, or you know, grotesque horror that we've seen previously in the other issues where those creatures were, which were indescribable. Yeah, this we're really getting these these scenes and moments. Um, very much to do with horror, like horror stories. Um, you yeah. know, the chasing, um, not being able to reach the nightmare elements, and now he's kind of come through this creaky, dark hallway or corridor. He's hearing voices from the other side of the door. So it's it 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 really has this different for me. It had this different tone, totally. Um, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's um, it's more grim. Yep. Even the colors illustrate that. Yeah. Um, we we we're, we've settled into our look how crazy this is now. So now they're just sort of, yeah. you know, going nuts with the other stuff. And it's very sort of psychological horror for Superman. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is playing on his fears. And uh, I guess we'll get to that more with the Kents, which I was surprised how messed up this scene got. <laughs> <laughs> um, just with what they're saying and stuff. Yeah. And the implications. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It's a dramatic shift. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely more horror now than more, yes. you know, uh, it's a lot less sort of pulpy at this point. Yep. Um, you know, so he goes down says the kids are making tea and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, oh, these eggs aren't going to eat themselves and all this weird sort of stuff. <laughs> exactly. They've got trendles coming out and around them and just, yeah, which is kind of like, I didn't notice it first time I read it because I was like looking more at the zombies themselves, but yeah, yeah. we kind of know later on what's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, that's good coffee. Yeah, that's that was funny. Like, it's yeah. kind of, again, that, well, a bit of a gross out because... He sips his coffee, but he's got a, a gaping hole at the side yeah. of his cheek, so it just gushes out again. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, serving up horrible maggots and mm-hmm. stuff and worms for thing. And then, you know, Clark's like, oh, these are just fake. You know, this thing's just pretending to be them. But then Marquette has, like, she adopts her mannerisms. Yeah. So, like, a tetchy hitch of her voice and, like, tilting her head in that way. Really, kind of, only that, that only you would know if you really knew the person, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So yeah, so that's where it's like kind of unsettling. It's yeah. like, oh, so these might actually sort of be them. Yeah. Um. And they start saying, you know, they they loved him because he was a baby when they picked him up, and that's how biology works. Mm-hmm. And then they s- s- sort of said. Uh, you know, he was growing so strong so quickly. 
and they started getting scared and then they start saying, you know, we'd write each other notes and then burn them so you couldn't hear what we were saying about you. We yeah. knew we'd die someday. Like anything that stands next to you for so long, we just prayed that we taught you enough platitudes to keep you from taking out the whole world with us. <laughs> and that the bit that really struck me there was them writing each other notes yeah. and burning okay. them. Me that too. was messed up. Because um, it's so devious like of them. Uh, to get around his superhero. To get around his yeah. superhearing and, and it shows a, a level of fear towards mm. him. Um, and these are meant to be kind of like, you know, they're meant to be your, your parents. Um, so to have them kind of walking on eggshells around you, it, it wouldn't make you feel nice. Um, and I can I can kind of picture them doing that, like if they needed to talk to each other about him. You yeah, know, there's, so. there's just enough of it to, to make you think, oh gosh, you know, they probably did entertain that or maybe did it once or twice yeah like how much yeah. is there like truth here yeah because it's something that just seems so like yeah that that could happen um, mm. but having saying having said that as well it's such a horrible thing to reveal to to clark you know yeah um yeah yeah um and then, you know, but even as the, uh, even Clark's, and Clark says lies in his head every yeah. time they talk. And then it, the thing that we've seen shows its face. Well, it's a lot less sort of gratuitous here than it was the previous two issues because we've seen it now. It's established. So now it's sort of just there as this yeah. presence. Um, it's, it's black and white. It's diluted like everything else. That's not, um, doesn't have like all this attention drawn into it, if you know yes. what I mean, like it did in the previous mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, uh, and it just seems a, a little bit more structured as well as mm. well. This beast, um, yeah. So not as yeah horrifying because it doesn't uh, it doesn't go against your your natural senses of what is symmetrical. Yeah. This is kind of a very symmetrical beast compared to the other one. And the I guess the other thing is like this thing isn't the horror anymore. Yeah, the horror is what the cancer saying to him. Mm-hmm. Um, which in my opinion, like that, again, that, that really stood out, that note burning thing is like the most horror thing I've had from this series at this point. Oh yeah. Cause that, that was like, wow, that is, you know, that's something I'd love to ask Greg Pack about. Hello. Um, yeah, where did you get that <laughs> you know, idea? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, but he says like, even though he's seen the thing, he's still got doubt, like bile surging in his throat. Yeah. You know, it's like, I see that fire in your eyes, Clark, but remember what we always told you, the angriest person's usually the one most out of <laughs> So again, uh, a little backhanded, you know, insult mm. at him. And uh, he goes, you know, these aren't my parents, but those are their words. How could they know? Yeah. And then uh, Lana is revealed to be sort of under the control of this monster mm-hmm. who's gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah. And you'd, you'd have to think this monster as well is, I mean, although it, it's terrible and all that, it, it must be reaching deep into your mind. But it's mm. hard not to emotionally react to things that you recognize that, yeah. say, your dead parents uh, or Lana would say. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's a difficult thing to kind of detach from um, and, and think to yourself, hang on, no, this this monster is playing tricks with me. Uh, it's because it, it really hit, really hits a nerve. It struck, it, for me, it struck, I'm not sure if this is the intention, but it struck me, like, as ambiguous. You don't know how much, like, if there was actually any truth there, mm. you know, there might have been. Um, you know, a lot of it was probably made up, but there might have been some truth there. That's how it struck me, and you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. 
I don't know. Did you did you think that like it just put all those words in their mouths, or did you think there was some? Was it drawing from something? I, there? I, I thought it was. I thought I thought like the monster was drawing from something because Clark recognizes it. He says, yeah. you know, those those are their words. So the monster would have grabbed it from somewhere, and it probably I don't know through some mental or mind thing probably plucked it out from his his yeah. mind. Um, you know, and, and just use that against like him. Exactly what he fears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 And we, we do get <laughs> we do get Clark with the scarecrow treatment later on, um, his biggest fears, which is a cool thing. But uh yeah, yeah so I the the monster has such a looming presence here now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, above everything. And then we get another Lana yell and yeah, he starts burning one. the crap out of this monster. Okay. <laughs> let me just I've got only a water bottle, but let me take a swig. Yeah. Yeah, he, did, he I mean and at this point I'm thinking Hell, this is Superman. You know, he's got heat ray vision. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna really just pummel them. But it's not really about the physicality of it. Um, no, yeah, it, it's winning on another level, actually. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, his physicality doesn't help him win this arc. Oh no, I should say yeah. uh, it's not about that. Which again, you know, uh, a clever way of. You know, I mean, not that I think you need to be clever to make a scenario of Superman where he doesn't use his powers. I think this is another good example of Superman not being able to rely on his powers, I guess, or his powers not yeah. being key to solving the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we get a nice mental look at him. And, uh, yeah, so he burns that thing yelling Lana, and then Lana's screaming going, ah, so that's like another two shots right there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, she's she's had some pretty bad days. I can't blame her. Uh, oh, she so, has. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's mental. I like those things coming out of the monster's eyes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just like tentacles everywhere. <laughs> That's just like, you know. Um, and this this monster has a name. I mean, do we want to talk about the name now or when we get to the reveal? Um. Oh yeah. Let's get to wait till we get to the reveal. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so he... he... He tries to hold it, but it disappears. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. he's like, let it go, and then, you know, she's like, it's not always about you, they're like Mahara too. So Lana's speech bubble is the same sort of colour as the monster's speech bubble, which kind of leaves you wondering. Yeah, um, yeah whether she's... Oh, sorry, leaves her wondering what? No, it leaves you wondering, kind of like, wait, so she's talking like that as well now? You know, is, is mm. she, like, possessed? You know, it's... Yeah. Well, she disappears with the monster, so... Yeah. It's... I, I don't know whether they were... I don't know. I took it as if whether they were really there. Um, mm. You know, again, it's left ambiguous. But we do know that the, the corpses, at least, were real. Because... They stop animating. Yeah. They stop animating, and he actually brings them out of the, the burning house they fall down quite violently as well yeah yeah I noticed that. Oh. just like yeah no <laughs> yeah just slapping the head the, the face against the, the floor he kind of breaks at this point when mm-hmm. he sees his <laughs> parents corpses crack on the floor mm. um, he just yeah he just loses it a little bit screams and sort of blasts the sky yeah he yells at Gene and then <laughs> well I, I think because of the um, uh, not not the realization. Or maybe the realization that you know, although they were talking all that swift stuff to him, at the end of the day, when they've been not used and manipulated anymore, like these these are the 
the bodies of, of his parents that were just yeah. like, maltreated. Um, oh terrible. no, I think I think that's exactly the reason. He's yeah, like, they yeah. dug up my parents' bodies, and yeah, you know, he still remembers when he lost them. Mm. You know, a car yeah. accident, and he's so it's, it's a lot to take in for anyone. I think. Yeah, um, exactly. I'd be. I'll be super pissed. <laughs> like, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he comes out. Uh, he, he sort of, I'm assuming. Uh, now we cut to uh, Steel Hero and some kids, and these you know weird monsters flying around. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, just just floating just around casually it? in the back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of like. So it's like, you know, you're all caught by those monsters and we work up in this cornfield surrounded by mist. So it's sort of the same thing after Superman and then they see this sort of red beam mm. in the sky and they figure oh, Superman must be over there. Yep. And so they get there, they drive over there and Superman's there standing over his, the house of fire standing over his parents' bodies and he's looking a bit disturbed. Yes. I thought, I thought it was quite... Good art from Kuda here during Superman. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I think the art all up until this point has been fantastic. Like, he's not looking menacing. He's just looking... <laughs> no, he's kind of like looking... Yeah. Um, As you would look, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit stressed. Uh, and I just wonder... And then, like, the kids come over, and I thought it was a nice little thing that Pac did. Again, because we've seen what Superman has gone through... And mm. Hero's talking to them, and um, Hero's saying, don't worry, we're going to be safe now, Superman's here. And like we as a reader know like how like, manipulated and you know just how terrible the last few scenes have been for him. He's in no yeah. way like a saviour. He doesn't look like a saviour in any way at the moment. You know? yeah. But but this is, this is the... Um, I, I guess this is the thing with Superman. You, you know, they, people see him as like, oh, okay, cool, everything will be all right now. But we know that he's suffering, he's struggling as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I got a little bit of a hopeful vibe. I mean, if, if it was just because he was in his duds. Oh, <laughs> you did know. you? Okay. I mean, uh, I don't know, like, probably not what they were going for, but yeah, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, Superman's back in his duds now, at least. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I took it as in, like, you know, the writer kind of telling us, no, they they they're kind of misled because he's you know yeah. he's in the thick of it as well. But um, so Steel, he talks with Steel, and they just talk sort of rationally about it because that's like mm-hmm. the only way you can talk about it. Yeah, um, just not letting their emotions sort of interfere. And you know, Hero notices that little squid thing latching onto <laughs> one of the kids. Yep, just a little bit gross. Um, yeah. But- then all of a sudden they all seem to have it and they more like octopuses i don't know because they've got the big bulbous heads um those yeah. are, the little alien things and everyone seems to have them um yep, superman has it yes. steel has it i'm wondering also as well just because the the kids were drawn so distinctly i wonder if there was some sort of in in reference there for the artist or, or writer mm. Yeah, um, because like they were drawing someone's kids or something. Yeah, yeah, or themselves. Oh, young, yeah, young version of themselves or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, this this alien stuff is going all over them. Still tries to to get it off uh, in the most direct way possible, just like squashing it. But it it kind of does something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like his costume as well. I like Steel's. It is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it zaps him and it keeps growing. Mm. And 
you know, then the, the creepy villagers <laughs> yeah. come up. And, uh, yeah, they're not going to attack Kim Psychically again with the Brainiac powers. And we get a reason that they're acting so calm, which I like. Yeah, I love this. Like, there's yeah. a reason they're being so weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like the reveal, actually. It it, it kind of... Ch- yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a reveal of sorts that surprised me, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, um... Yeah. So, you know, they've... Basically, they say at this point, the, the Doom's Iron are not that cracked for the Phantom's Iron in that scrap, and they've been using their powers to keep contained, yep. which is in the form of the mist. So the villagers made the uh, mist, and it kept all the creepy crawlies into one place. Yeah. But then Superman distracted them, and more of them have leaked out of the Phantom Zone. Yes. So it's getting harder to hold together. So, so they were essentially doing some good. Um, you know, they were trying to... Originally, when we thought that this was a village of the damned or something like that, um, that they were a bit freaky, what they were actually doing was trying to contain... Um, yeah. Like this this massive Phantom Zone ghoulies coming out. <laughs> and they specifically mentioned that uh, it feeds on emotions mm-hmm. and fear in particular. So that's the reason they're just acting normal is because yes. if they aren't just placid, then they'll feed and grow. So yes. that, that's why they're... Which I thought was a really good explanation for why they're acting like that. It's, it's very clever. Uh, like they're just a yeah. little yeah, little thing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's addressed. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um... You know, Superman's grows a little bit, but hasn't grown as large as the others, luckily. Steel's uh, is Steel's is growing a bit. Yeah, Blake's <laughs> yeah, so. tried to rip it off. Yeah, yeah so, so uh, calm down, calm down, John Henry. Yep. So uh, the villager, I mean, he has a name. He's like he's like the main guy we've heard from in the village. I can't, just can't remember his name. San, um, Santiago or something. Oh, Santiago. Yeah. yeah so he's yeah. like, you know, there is good news. Um, you know, they're getting their strength back. They can close that portal. They just need Superman to kill the monsters that have already gotten through. Mm-hmm. But he has to work fast before they reach the second stage. Um, and Superman's like, well, how do I kill them? And then they're like, shh, the children have ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the freaky little kid. Um, yeah. And there's one kid's, uh, you know, he's pretty much been taken over at this point. Yeah. So he must be hell scared, you know? Um, yeah. But and- then they, when they get taken over enough, it seems like they they kind of possess, like they enjoy the yeah fear. they relish yeah almost yeah. as if they they're really taken over and it's like yeah yeah not not possessed but like just altered yeah um, yeah and Superman's like hey buddy you've got to calm down because <laughs> mm. yeah. you know hero got uh you know, hero the comic relief um, <laughs> who's the who's the Hulk kid again oh, the, Amadeus the Cho. Yeah, 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 he's a lot like him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just does. I feel like there's like a scale, and Amadeus. This is like Amadeus Cho's evil twin, <laughs> <laughs> as in like he's just a bit more amoral than Cho. Yeah, is, you're so, saying that, yeah. and, and he certainly is. He's, he's definitely yeah. Cho's a, a little bit more noble. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so Hercules Superman crossover went with Cho <laughs> and uh, and pa- and Pack and Pac. oh, oh it has. Goes without saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, Steel starts to feel good as well. Yeah, he's, start... he's entering the second stage. You know, mm. you can taste what horror tastes like to monsters, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess because he's, I mean, he's really worried about Lana, 
Um, I guess that's what's really feeding feeding his like parasite, and that's why he's getting bigger. Like, it's getting bigger for him. Yeah. Um, and then we get a thing from Lana sort of tempting him. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's like, you know, it takes a little longer with him because he's Superman and everything. Uh, but you know, she's talking about how she was scared after her parents died. She blames him. And you know, that's because she realized he can't, even he can't save the world. But, uh, it's just a speech from her. So she's kind of like, she's kind of well into this, um, alteration, right? So that is Lana. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but she's got the word balloons now of that thing, but I think it's, she's very much integrated now with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's like a symbiosis yeah. going on there. Um, and you know, they, they, they take, they take, they take all that terrible knowledge of where we're all inevitably going and they make it feel so good. Just let them in. Yeah. Next into the phantom zone. Yeah. So, uh, so th- this was a great, I really enjoyed this issue. Mm. That was a, yeah, probably close to a standout of the issues for me, but I mean, it's all been pretty strong so far. But just, I, I just liked, um, yeah, I guess liked it for different. They all have different reasons. This one went by a lot quicker as well because there was a lot of like um, sets. Yeah, scenes. I was actually surprised you reached the end just then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's because of a lot, a lot of those set scenes where with not much dialogue of Superman um, in mm. that first half, just going through the the house and his dream and stuff. Um, but it. It does, you know. I reckon great, good writers. They can always just add a little bit of stuff in there to really satisfy you. And and as you mentioned before, um, that explanation about the townsfolk, um, uh, an exposition of how this thing is working now and what what it's yeah. doing and what's happened to the town. That's kind of given you enough interest on top of um, these really cool set pieces of like horror horror scenes. Um, yeah. Yeah, make it a really successful issue. Yeah, no, it was really good. Mm. Um, you know, and there was, there was pretty much no action either. No, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But it all sets um, it up. All sets it up. Um, we've got a you know a bumper last one coming up. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the last one, um, you know, I think these last two issues are definitely our favorite. But that being said, like it's all. Since this was written, obviously, as such a whole story, you know, you kind of, yeah, I kind of judge it on like the whole thing. But the these fast two issues highly enjoyable for me, mm-hmm. um, and I do, I do see what you mean by the art. Yeah, uh, I just, I just looked. Yeah, okay. I mean, um, if you, if you, yeah, like Superman and Steel. I mean, just those two at the front of the that first page. There, there is a little different. I mean, again, yeah. nothing, nothing to take away from Scott Collins, who, who. Is uh, in partnership with Aaron Cooter for this, for these arts. But yeah, there's just a difference. And I think I think some of Scott Collins' stuff is actually really good in this mm. issue, like the monsters and stuff. Um, but yeah. it's different. It's a noticeable difference. Um, I, I do think. Yeah, it seems to be mostly Scott Collins. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe they just both worked on it. You yeah, because I, I, um, I there's a little bit. There's an essence of <laughs> essence of Cuda in in the yeah. drawings, but it's almost as if that he did the breakdowns and Collins kind of finished it off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I'm not sure whether that's entirely true. Whether Cuda actually did the layouts for it and and Collins just you know mm. fleshed things out. But um, yeah. Yeah. So there was, there was a Harley Quinn variant for this because there was, there was just variants for like character events and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I'll send you the... Oh, hang on. I've got them here. I can see them on my phone. Oh, yep. cool. Yep. So, the Harley Quinn the variant. One. Yep. Yeah, and then there's the Juan Jose Rip variant. All right, so the Harley Quinn one's just, uh, just, yeah, just there. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Juan Jose Rip, one of my faves. Let's see. Which oh, one? really? Yeah, yeah, he does some Valiant <laughs> stuff. He did a little bit of Moon Knight, oh. but... Um, that's oh, I think he's variant. I, I like his variant. Mm. Oh, hang on, let me see which one, because there's, there's another... Oh, no, that's it. There's only two. Right, yeah, that was a... Uh... Yeah. Yep. I really like his variant. I don't know if I like it better than the main cover, but... Um... Yeah, look, he, he's known for, well, what I think, it, it just uh, hyper detail um, in his stuff. Um, but yeah... Uh, it's a really good, like, Superman sort of versus zombie monsters cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so what you get from Juan Jose is basically the background there. I mean, he does a really cool Superman. Far out. I think he's he's done well. Oh, he does. Yeah. 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 But the, the zombies, like, look at that. Like, I mean, mm. it's just detail central. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, the... Oh, I think, oh, I'm, I'm putting them side by side. Um, 39 and the regular cover. Yeah, I think I, I think the regular covers just has much more to do with the story. Yeah, I think so, and it's um, actually a little bit more clever in the sense that mm. you've got the kids over, him and it's almost it kind of creates this shape around him, like the sh- the shadows. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, the the kids' shadows look a bit monstrous. Yes. You know? Yeah, which is really nice. Um, and Superman's little going, ah, it's like these kids with yeah. uh, monsters on their back and doing a little oh, that's right. yeah. that's that ring point. around him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and and Superman's bearded as well, so it's a lot yes. more accurate than than Yeah, and, uh, Aaron Cooter and Will Kanata yeah. did this cover, so Will would have done the colours, but it's definitely a Cooter cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Uh, anything else to add about those covers? I think they're all pretty no, good. They're all, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, all good. Um, so we get it to Smallville. There's a current monster mash happening. Um, They're all like... Actually, Hero's not, uh, he's, not... he's not infected either. Yes, that's right. Uh, there so was an explanation probably just, there, wasn't there? probably just so laid back that he's, you know, <laughs> not like... I haven't bothered. Uh, yeah. Or he's just, there's there's not much there to like chew on in terms of fear. <laughs> like, you know, just, that's <laughs> it, yeah. He's, he's fearless. Yeah. Um... um you know, so uh, Steel's kind of shook it off, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're calling Superman and Steel in the head, and they're being protected by the villagers yep. at the moment. Which is pretty cool, again. Um, yeah, because they're so they're so kind of, not robotic, but they're just so level. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to know that they're now kind of on, on our side. Um Again, a bit more of an explanation of, for those who may have jumped onto this issue just by chance mm-hmm. uh, to explain their big brain powers. Um, yeah, which happens. You know, people just yeah. walk in and pick up stuff. Not not as often as it used to happen because no. they'd be on, you know, you remember the day when they'd be like in the, the supermarket and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, you just uh, you leap through it. You pick up something that looks half interesting. Um, yeah, I picked. I remember I picked up like a random issue of Nightwing and his girlfriend got shot or something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. It's really like a huge event in the comic, but I was just kidding, kind of picking it up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so they're like they're, the holes opening in the sky again. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's the Phantom Zone now. Yeah, and yeah the, the, 
It's like the crack in the Phantom Zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Quark wants to fly up because Lana's in there, but the village is like, we can't just let you fly off into the first trap because mm. it's an obvious trap. Yeah. And they're like, we have to give Lana up. And then Superman goes, I, he goes, I don't give up. And he yells the hat off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And actually enough for them to, well, it looks like their heads tilt backwards as well. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then here is like, don't worry, man, I got this. And then he disrupts the villagers. Uh, enough time for, yeah, for, for Superman yeah. still to escape and do what they want to do and jump into the phantom zone. Yeah. Creates feedback. Yeah. Um, to the stuff that now is, uh, so yeah, they fly up into that hole, and I love I, what we get in here. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's it's almost looking like. Tell me if you you got this as well. It's almost as looking as you're inside a like a cavity of someone's body. Yeah, it looks like a spine, a spine, and the yeah. and the the ribs, um, and they're just like in in this creature, uh, and it's yeah. overrun by like parasites or whatever um, that might be part of the system. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, and I like this actually. Uh, what's happening here? Because it's a little explanation on um, on steel's organic steel, I guess. Because mm. I'm still learning about steel and stuff, and I like this whole fact that he can um, adjust what they sense is his heart rate and and endocrine yeah. system, uh, and the, so his emotions can basically be dialed down. He says. Um, because any again, any emotion will, I guess, attract them or feed them. Uh, so he he manages to do that. Um, but Superman doesn't. He's not as uh, he's not as um, fortunate enough to have that. Um, so again, what I found awesome is this. It's like what? It's like nanotechnology or something. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. that before? Like, just has Half he done steel? that before? Yeah. So yeah, this is this is like Nifty Two Steel. He's like a bit different. Okay. Um, I'm, I would have to, cause he, he came up in his origin, like his new origin was in Morrison's action comics. Yep. Uh, take a drink. Um, so it might, he might've had this nanotech stuff there. I think he might've, but I can't remember fully, but he's been around, you know, yeah. he was in like the doomsday or okay. the Superman doom story one and stuff. Cause it's um, pretty cool. So, I mean, I like this whole idea yeah. that he can actually just coat you in this armor as well. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little bit more like um, Iron Man, I guess. Mm. Uh, just just looking at it now, but like, I mean, you know, I don't think Iron Man coats people in organic. No. Just looking at him like flying into the yeah yeah thing. He's almost he's almost like an in between of Iron Man and Colossus, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, but no, I like yeah. It. yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, you know, steel's always cool. So yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of. Um, uh, Emperor Joker. Oh, I okay. I haven't like, read that yet. No, but I've heard that you you love that run, right? Yeah, it was good. And I think yeah. like Superman and Steel, like the only two planet, two people on the planet who had like the will to actually see through oh, wow. what was going on. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, because cool. uh, yeah, Steel's cool as well. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know where Green Lantern was though. Oh wait, no, I know where he was. He was dead. <laughs> it was oh. like, how does Green Lantern not have that? Because he's he's like willpower incarnate. Yes, but, um, oh, he died. Yeah, no, he was, oh, he was okay. dead. So that's how it went crazy and became a spectre. So, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I remember. I mean, like, I haven't read it, but I remember seeing that that he was actually the spectre, which I thought was quite an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. he's the spectre in that story. Yeah, um, you know. So, uh, yeah. So, but yeah. So this, this organic metal can, as you said, like 
uh, reduce their sort of um, what was it's, it's the endocrine endocrine system and the right, the right. heartbeat, so it can actually reduce the output of, I guess, detection for emotion. That yeah, that the yeah, those well, it, it also cuts their emotion as well because mm. Steel's like, I don't want to stop caring about Lana. Oh, okay, yep. So it does. Superman's like, it's not going to happen. Yep. You're never going to forget it, but like, we do need this because otherwise they'll yep. overtake us. Um, yeah. You know, so he turns Superman. Uh, yeah. So Steel does does it on him, and then Superman is getting swarmed by these, you know, frog squids. In the meantime, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus! Like, I took care of myself, but then um, so he just yeah. grabs Superman's hand. Then you see the effect kind of slide yeah. over him. Which yeah, is, yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, then then they off they they shoot further into the depths. Um, you see all these like dead alien skeletons. Yeah, do you, do you recognize the costumes or no? no okay. <laughs> I, I think they're random. Oh, okay, um, I thought they might have been referencing something. No, I um, think they're just random things that went up the Phantom Zone, or yeah. the things he ate before he went into the Phantom Zone. Mm, okay, so I'm he got. We don't really, we don't really ever get like a full backstory for him. I think this might be the only time he pops up. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been chowing down at some point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess the Kryptonians are like, hey, this guy's got to go on the Phantom Zone if they ever came across him. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, they, their emotions are uh, leveled because still goes, you don't see Alana around here, do you? And Clark's like, you know, he's talking about the possible death of the woman he loves and his heart doesn't skip a beat. Oh, yeah. That needed. Yep. That's right. Yeah, there you go. I wonder yes. if Lana is still with Steel. Because mm. oh, I remember what, um, now. Yeah, I remember in the Bendis oh. run. Because you know how current Superman's kind of like if you two Superman combined with Rebirth Superman. Mm-hmm. Remember that flowchart I said? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's a combination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when Lana popped up in Bendis's run, they were talking about their interactions in if you two. And Rebirth as if they were the same person. I'm like, so Lana still has her New 52 stuff. I'm just wondering if she's still with Steel or not. Uh, if anyone knows, reach oh, out yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I don't know what Steel's doing. And I stopped reading Rebirth because I didn't like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just like logically talking to each other, yep. you know, going through this, this horror show. Uh, and then they come across the, the belly of the beast, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, they see the thing chowing down on Lana. It looks like moss or mold, that purple stuff he has on him. Oh, right, yeah. I, I just saw it. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's just like hairy. It smell really bad. <laughs> uh, for me, I just got the mold impression. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. The colours just really stood out, like this purple with with, mm. the, with this kind of mucusy green. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and- but yeah, so they're um, so Steel's looking for a way to to d- detach Lana from this beast, um, but the beast is is always just kind of yeah cajoling them. Um, yeah, he's. I like this how he's like John's pretty well locked up under this suit, but you're Superman. Your emotions are stronger. Yeah, I can still smell that terror in you just under the skin, and I'm just. It's funny because it's like. Does he have super emotions, or is yeah, just yeah. everything jacked up to yeah. like a level? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
I know it's funny to think that way that he has actually yeah. augmented emotions and <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Lars, I'll use my super emotions to save you. <laughs> and wow. so Yes, yeah, so, so then this is it kind of um reminisces with with Superman. Like because, his art. Yeah. Life, because Superman says, Oh look, that's that's not Lana talking. And, and so the beast says, when he asked him, who are you? And it was, and so we go to this flashback. Yeah, and this very different art. Again, kind of, um, what do you call it? Just uh, colour pencils? Um, yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. Really Watercolours, cool. maybe. Water, yeah. 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 Um, but it's cool. So, and this thing. Uh, oh, okay. So this is the, ah, this is one of the questions I had for you, Connor. Yeah, you're talking about mm. that name. Yeah, so we get the reveal of the name. Yeah, oh, I want to talk about how he eats a drifter first. Though. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> sure. So this this drifter, he steals a chicken from the Ross farm and he's eating it. And I feel mm-hmm. bad for him because he's scared of being caught. And I guess his fear is so big that... Um, he tasted very well. He tasted good. <laughs> well, not only that, but maybe that's why it got out of the Phantom mm, Zone. Okay. Because, like, there wouldn't be a lot of sphere in Smallville in general, right? And if mm. that's, like, the sort of proximity of where that part of the Phantom Zone is in the real world, yeah. then it makes sense that it will escape if it's like, oh, this is this guy who's just in this perfect spot feeling terrified, and maybe that's how he breaks through. And he eats him, and then he starts, you know, he start, that's how the fire starts as well. Yeah. Because uh, the the cooking you know goes around it. That's so funny because it, yeah. is, it is such an innocuous way to for this this mm. demon to actually make its way through to the world. But it's um it, it's actually a, probably a very like a very subtle point. Yeah, you're right. As this person who's pretty hungry and not wanting to be caught, yeah. that was enough for us. Yeah, I, I didn't actually consider that when I was reading this. Yeah, I think it's a really cool yeah. uh, detail. Um, and then. So he's like, I've been in the Phantom Zone so long, I've forgotten who imprisoned me or why. I just knew they called me Ultra Humanite. And I was just like, what? <laughs> me too. I was, I, it was a double take. It's like, hang on, what? Ultra? I've heard of I, that. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like this, I feel like this is Ultra Humanite in name only. Because um, there's like... It must be. I cause I've, yeah, I was going to ask you, well, what the... I looked it up. This is just a New 52 thing. And I... I've read all the New 52 Superman. I can't remember if he popped up again. I'm pretty sure this is the only time he pops up, though. So maybe, maybe Pac, like, was putting him in here for, like, as a cool sort of villain for other writers to use. But why the name, though? Well, I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's odd. Um, maybe, maybe Pac, like, knows, maybe Pac, this is like a spin of, on something about Ultra Human Knight that mm. I'm not aware of. Yeah, that's what I, uh, must be. I'd like to, know uh what pack says because like yeah i i don't know because this could have been a cool new villain as yeah. well in my opinion but maybe there's something here that does link him to ultra human knight that i'm not aware of yeah maybe is it is it another version of a uh, different reality well, of ultra human knight you know well, it's definitely like the new 52 version of yeah ultra yeah human that's, uh, yeah i mean cause you, you yeah had, I, yeah because you had I don't this, remember him popping uh, up again yeah i, I mean because it definitely can't be a coincidence you don't just pluck out Hmm, I call something ultra humanite, and not and not be aware that there is another. Yeah, character. so I did a double take. I was like, "What the hell?" Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not complaining. Like, you know, it's, ultimately, it's just the name. Like, I don't really buy it. But it's just it was just oh, odd. No. Um, I, yeah, 
It is. I don't, I don't quite know what to. Yeah. I mean, you could you could you could put another name in there, like you know, it's odd. like you know, and they <laughs> and they just knew they just called me the Joker, and you could say what, <laughs> you know? but okay, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm. Um, if anyone listening knows why this guy is called Ultra Humanite, let me know. Um, or maybe maybe Pack plans to do more with him, and he ne- he was never able to. I mean, that's that's definitely a possibility. But I still don't see how. Where the correlation is, I mean, Ultra Humanite was essentially science based, right? Yeah, he was he was a cripple. Yep. He was a mad scientist, and then he put his brain in a gorilla. Yeah, so I don't know where the Phantom Zone or this mystical—not mystical, but just I don't know—supernatural yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like maybe Pack plan to elaborate on that later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what I do find interesting, though, right, is it this ended up being grounded in quote-unquote science if you know what i mean yeah like this didn't end up being like a magical creature or maybe he is i don't know but like it came from the phantom zone Mm -hmm. you know so it's still a kind of part of the superman mythos which i found interesting yeah but they sort of kept it in that realm you know i mean even the the phantom zone is like another dimension so it's definitely yeah to do anything but uh yeah Uh, so Weird, um, but um, yeah. So he's he definitely looks humanoid there. Mm-hmm. He's got all these tentacles around. And he's like, you know, I never tasted horror. Like his hot terror, I've never tasted fear so sweet until he met him. And it's like Infant Clark, and he knew I could feed on this world forever. Yeah. But then Infant Clark just like punches the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he just punches him back into the Phantom Zone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, he was he was scared, but he also. Yeah, this is yeah, where he's like, super strong. strong. Yeah, yeah, you weren't just strong in fear, and he starts beating him up, so he goes back into the Phantom Zone, the only place he couldn't follow. Yep. Um, and then the portal sealed up. Yep, and that's where he and was. he just fed on whatever came his way. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. Uh, that's we... right. That's why. Um, again, so a little bit of an expert because we were wondering about those weird and wonderful monstrous creatures. Um. Yeah, they are the Phantom Zone. They came across him. Mm-hmm, exactly. So they're just they potentially just like a bit more normal looking creatures, but they've been um, affected by this thing. And then Doomsday comes and it generally ruins things for a lot of people when it reshows up. Yeah, um, you know he broke the Phantom Zone and that's how he got out, which we already knew that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we get okay. That's how it all happens. Uh, yeah. And yeah, all these monsters have escaped. There's like a weird alien horse as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, um, and the villagers try to communicate to Superman that he has to incinerate the queen. Mm-hmm. And the monster, Ultra Humanite's like, no, don't listen to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then mom goes, she's right. Third stage, I can feel this thing finishing me off. There's nothing here to save. Yeah, but then again, you know, Superman sees right through that. It just... You know, don't don't fool me again, monster. Uh, but it so, is, Lana. yeah, so yeah. But, well, we know yeah. because of, we know because of the um, uh, the word balloons. But, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, what what did you make of this? Um, I guess this tactic by Superman. Uh, ripping off the suit. Yeah, but basically he. 
he, doesn't he wants to kind of overload him, right? So he 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 wants to give himself to the monster. Yeah, yeah. I love it because like even if right, so even if the plan doesn't work, mm. like it's win win for him because he still saves Lana by giving himself instead. Yeah, and Steel can probably get her out, you know. Yeah. So, um, I, I just got vibes of Ang Lee's Hulk. That's that's all. Um. Uh, oh, take it all! You take it all! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's 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 cool as well. Uh, I, I like that yeah. that scene, that movie. Um, yeah, he's like, well, it just shows the immense power. You know, you, you you might think you know what you want, but um, yeah. Do you realize how powerful I am? I'm a giant green radioactive man. <laughs> sure, you want it all. But yeah. does he like blow up or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the absorbing man does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ray and I are uh, on different sides of the coin for that movie because I really like it, but <laughs> you're not the biggest fan of it. Um, not the biggest fan, but you know, I don't, I don't hate it. But it's, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I love the the comic bookness of it. Uh, mm. yeah. yeah, I it's it's one of those. I just don't I don't quite get why people. I, I get why Hulk fans might not like it, but uh, yeah, I don't know for some reason like. I just, just think it's a really good movie, you know. Um, Jennifer Connelly's acting though was—I don't know whether it was her script though, but oh, her acting was not that good. I thought. Oh man, but she's nothing compared to bloody Scarlett Johansson <laughs> <laughs> taking every scene she's in. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't really pay much that much attention to her. Um, okay. I'm all about Sam. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott and Nick Nolte are the best in that. I've got to say. Uh, yeah, totally. Especially Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Like, I love, I love that, his character in that movie. Is um, yeah. Well, that end know. scene, like that, uh, the, he he described almost like a thea- uh, theatrical kind of play where it's just um, a spotlight well, just, and him and Eric yeah. Banner. Yeah, that that was a really cool. Scene. Yeah, it's just the two of them talking to each other. Yeah, um, it's just like a play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess if I dissect it, I'll find like problems with it. But I just, I really like the overall. Yeah sort of what the movie was going for and stuff with him and his dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, delved into that. So that was good. The weird kind of Oedipus stuff. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. fully Oedipus, but, I mean, they... I don't know. They kind of slap you on the face a little bit, uh, which I yeah. like, but, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm back to Superman. Sorry, listeners. Does not, <laughs> Superman does not have an Oedipus complex. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, we get uh, a ship... So once he tears off his um, metal suit, which, you know... Look at Steel in the background going, geez, thanks, bud. Well, this is... <laughs> you know, this is... We, we missed a little bit. Oh, sorry. Because Lana goes, you have to stop caring so much, you can't save every single person. This is what... So she says, we're just mortal, eventually going to lose us all. Yeah. Your job is to save the world, not me. And that's sort of what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. prefaces this sequence. Yes. Um, so, yeah. yeah, Superman rips off the organic suit, he shoves Steel to the side. I like how it's like a shirt, a classic shirt rip yeah. as well that they're yeah. doing. Um it's just a cool like thing just to slip in there just like the shirt rip in a different context (laughs) i know because yeah comic book science you know a lot of questions are going to be asked with this nano how does it rip would it just be more fluid you know that sort of thing he's strong damn it (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah um so yeah and and then it shifts to uh, another change in art style again Mm, to to, sorry yeah which um it, it 
goes 10 years on because on yes yeah, so when he was 8 now she's 18 um it goes through a lot like a gamut of his emotions um and and the the level of care and love i guess he has for lana and her family the stuff that like when he was at his lowest losing his parents um he's able to i don't know yeah that's what by them yeah that's what struck me about this because we get this so he's at the grave of the cats and i think Mm. it's a really nice shot of his eyes there as well and like you know it's not just like oh my parents are dead that's what my fear is it's not because he he's like alone except for lana he goes off with lana after the funeral and as Mm -hmm. he said he's really close to her parents yep he says he's just laid on the couch for a week yeah um and you know they just let him lie there yeah which is really yeah really nice of them and they were just really nice to him, and, you know, he's in Lana's lap and stuff, and yep. then we get to Super Dude. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's chunky Super Dude. just bad. makes uh, me want to read that thing, because... Uh, yeah, I think you'd like it, because it's yeah. so it's, over-the-top crazy. It's though. souped up, uh, <laughs> Doom- so he gets the Doomsday Virus, and it looks like yeah. some, some sort of behemoth. Um, some reason, they're like, we got to do a Superman Doomsday hybrid. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> It has Brainiac in it too, so you know. Oh, there you um, go, there you go. Winners, winners everywhere. Yeah, um, but then basically he says that's where it falls apart because you know the the. Mm-hmm. He was away. Way, yeah, they fall into a coma because of Brainiac, then they die. Yeah, and you know, I this part struck me when he's like, you know, I want to be back on your couch. Like that's just all he wants at this point. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to go back to that point. Yep. And he can't. This <laughs> no. is the way things are. Um, that's something I can really relate to. Yeah, just wanting that, it's just, yeah, just wanting that comfort. It's it's that sense of comfort back then. Um, just wishing how things were. Um, it's just not attainable anymore. It's not, no, it isn't. Yeah. It's just a dream, really, but it's, yeah, it's it's sad. Um, but then, um, and we see her, TSA dies with her dead parents, and then, Mm -hmm. uh, she blows up, and then we have a dead Lois there, then, um, you know, with like Metallo standing over her. Yeah. So what is happening? Now, I think what is happening here? What is all this? I think he's just picturing everyone, like all his, the people closest to him dying. Oh yeah, because so that's what I, I mean. That's what I, I thought it was just an imagining of it because it, it shifts from his real life memories to. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Yeah. it's nothing specific. Like it's just he's picturing how they could die. Yeah. Uh, so he's starting so... to get that fear, I guess, in him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then so Lois looks like she's killed by um. Uh, what's his name again? Metallo. Metallo. And then Lex has killed Bruce and Hero. Bruce Wayne, that is. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like Diana's being turned to stone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we do get Wonder Woman in this. Wonder Woman's it, yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Zod and Feora as well. And we have Steel and Supergirl with Thorn in the back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Crypto's in the background, one of them. Uh, so... Wow, this page, is and this where? is a page Adam oh, right. was okay. talking about. Okay, yep. As well. Oh, this is the page, um, the the floating Superman, and uh, yeah, his favorite his favorite look for future Superman. Oh right. But on, um, I think I really like that shot of Superman in the form fallen Metropolis, though. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Um, it's really well done. Really well done. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is, so Adam likes this version uh, so, uh, look I, I like it as well I think it's really cool I tell you though I was a little bit um, a little bit underwhelmed in the sense because I thought when you guys were talking about it and you were referring to it 
um, because we're talking about older Superman. So I well, was not that old. Well, well, that's it. I mean, well, that's it. So I was so under. Well, I was expecting like a really cool depiction of an old Superman, <laughs> like maybe really old and, and yeah. I guess. I guess. So, the, I guess the wording we used was future Superman. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well, I think we're talking about like how he ages, like you know how yeah. um, how he ages through time, whether you like him to age slowly or a lot. Um, I'm the super thing. Sorry, well, I think we're talking about the beards as well. Oh, the beards as well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. I misinterpreted, but I just thought, okay, um, I'm going <laughs> to. I can't wait to see this really old Superman because I thought, um, actually, because Adam, yeah, was saying he doesn't like him to age too much. So I guess that mm. holds well. But this, yeah, he's this cool. Superman, he seems the same age. Uh, he doesn't seem that old at, at all. Um, which, which makes sense, given yeah. what's happening in yeah. this uh, nightmare. Because we yeah. see Earth blowing up. Yes. Uh, and, you know, he's sort of in space. He's sad. You know, everything he fought for is gone. Mm-hmm. He's got a weird uh, alien weapon. He's got a gauntlet. Yeah, I like that touch. Again, sort of just like things he might have just gotten yep. over the years, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Superman loses everything, doesn't become a power-mad dictator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone dunking on New 52 Superman. Uh, he lost a lot. He never became an evil, crazy person, so take <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, really nice few pages, and he's... Uh, He's in the complete embrace of this creature, which is why he's getting these visions. Like, he's giving it all his fears. And I guess mm-hmm. his fears, you know, losing everyone is his biggest fear, really. Yeah, oh, or, absolutely. Or outliving everyone. Out- um, yeah, yeah. Again, it comes back to... Um, well, uh, Clark, you don't have to worry about that, because you'll die before all of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But, you know, for more information, see Final Days of Superman. But, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's just about him outliving, um, about his world, I guess his, his second home. Which is, it's, uh, this, the, these pages, like, they're essentially the climax of the yep. issue slash story arc is this, seeing mm-hmm. his fears and giving them to the monster, which kind of overloads him. Yep. Uh, like, he gives him too much, um, That's at it. this point. It's just which... too much for him to handle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Solana gets um, free. Uh, Steel manages to grab her as she as she um, falls out. Uh, but yeah, so, sorry, Connor. But the uh, so the ultra humanite is, is essentially happy with. He's getting fat. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> getting what he wants, uh, and so he goes back. Because they well, they've mentioned a few times that Superman seems to have more reserves mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, whether it came to, like, resisting the psychic powers or, you know, mm-hmm. the amount of emotions he has. Yep. So maybe that plays into this as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but all the, the weird creatures and such, they all kind of conveniently leave as well. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll start to, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Superman's calling out to them. Yeah. 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 He's telling them I'll to come, come home. home. Yeah, you know, true. I got I got plenty of horror for you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I guess it's some sort yeah. of hive mind thing that they all kind of just want to do that, uh, want to have that as well. Well, so. yeah, because he's he's connected to like the big brain. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're sort of um, yeah. and like we get that huge shot at that big page of just him going ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got some funky he- headgear. 
Awesome. Yeah, all these monsters converging on him. Yeah. Uh, I like the glorp. Yeah, so. I like that as well. So what was happening there? Was Were they just slowly, a couple of them just coming off? Those two I think, panels. I, I think didn't that really was him. Like, pushing, pushing it out? Yeah, I, I assume yeah. he was kind of like punching it out of the way or yeah, something. Okay. Yeah. Um, or they're just falling off because they're dying. Yeah, I, I was I was unsure as to what the what the artists were trying to convey there, but um, yeah. but we know from the panel below that Superman gets out. But uh, yeah, I wonder whether they were, yeah, just falling off, or he was pushing them off, or um, they were yeah. withering away. But yeah, they're finally full apparently, but yeah. they're not. Oh, they're not dead. It's like we got to get out of there before they wake up. Yeah, so they're um, just they're just um, what are they asleep with friggin' Gluttony, just you know, you have too many carbs, and then you have them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and then uh, Superman, are you? I'm fine. Lies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be okay right after that. Like, where you just confront all your biggest fears. And, oh no, it's it's. Or you have a big monster on your head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a massively traumatic, you'd think, um, experience. Yeah. You're facing all your fears, and you you're letting it all run rampant, all to, and at the same time, trying to manage this giant monster you know that's wrapped on you um yeah so yeah it, it would have been a, a massive toll on on superman but in in essence it is probably a really good strategy um no mm. one actually gets hurt i mean let me apart from superman but you know what i mean like no one i thought yeah i thought it was a really good way to solve the problem yeah like he didn't it's destroy them thing, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't punch it to death. No. Um, like, you talk about the exact science of, like, well, how would it kill? Well, we don't really have the exact science, yeah. you know. But, like, thematically, it's like a perfect resolution. This whole arc's been about horror. Yep. So what better way than for Superman to sort of solve the problem by giving into his biggest fears? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. Basically what horror know, is all about, you know, yeah. about your fears. And uh, he goes through it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Superman and the others, they come out of the portal and the village is like, oh, they proved us wrong and still goes, it's what he does. <laughs> and then they close the Phantom Zone. Yep. I guess it's, our, I guess it's it. our turn, I guess. And then he, and then they just mysteriously close it. Um, not mysteriously, they just quickly just close it. Yeah. And the, oh, yeah, and they the, quickly. And the mist um, goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they bury the parents again. Which, and, oh my god, what a terrible thing to do again, you know? I don't think anyone's going to be happy. Uh, not after, uh, you know, you've had <laughs> visions of your parents, like, bobbering around like marionettes in the kitchen, like, you know, drinking coffee. <laughs> it's like, it's terrible. Um, anyway, at least they're late But Clark's glad he could be there this time, at yeah. least. Yeah. We get an apology from yeah. Lana. Yeah, so there's some resolution here, because there was, as, as Connor and I were talking about in this episode and previous there's this underlying, really ambiguous, um, Lana's still caring for Clark, but at the same time, really despising or hating him for what he did. Um, mm. But yeah. But that changes. It does. Which is good. Yeah. Because she sees, she saw his nightmare yep. as well. She's like, yeah. I thought I knew you, but now I know how it really feels for you. How you grieve for your parents and mine and everyone on this whole stupid planet. Uh, yeah. So they make up. Um, and, Lana's like, you know, is this just going to keep happening to you again and again? Oh, this is just going to keep happening to you again and again forever. And Superman mm-hmm. goes, maybe. 
but not today, which I think is perfect. I think it sums up. It is great, isn't it? Um, because he's not lying. You know, he's not saying, oh, no, this like, is he it. he might outlive everyone. Yeah. But, you know, he's in the present. Like, he's not going to, like, he's still going to be Superman. He's not just going to crumble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, and that, but, yeah. Not, you know. Yeah. But also the fact that, you know, um, he's going to have to struggle and suffer and, and go through stuff. Lana saying for a long, it's going to happen again. Um, and and for him, it's like, yeah, it will, because he's Superman and, and trouble's going to come. But at least today, he can just chill, <laughs> you know? And I think yeah. that's like the perfect, you know, because Superman has that sort of, um, do I say optimism? You know, yeah. where he's like, you know, he smiles and he's like, yeah, but it's not going to be today. Mm. You know, like he'll deal with it when it comes, which is a very human thing and Superman yep. thing as well. Um, which I thought was just a really nice way to write the character. Um, yeah. You know what I think? Uh, we have like a really nice ending where Clark's gotten all the animals that aren't possessed anymore. Yeah. And he's, he's like, you know, carrying them off on yeah. the big. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Just like a, I don't know what it is. Um, I thought it was like something from his fortress, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't question it when I was reading it, but. Um, I'm just happy to see all the animals in their normal guises. Uh, the, you know, the mainly the cat and and that horse thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but heroes up there and Lana and Steel, they're getting a free ride as well. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, they're all happy. Um, yeah. It's literally flying out of the sun, and uh, yeah. you know, the darkness slides off the sides of my mind. It will always be there, but not today, friends. Not today, not, and it has a yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I had to laugh at this. It was yeah, you kind of oh, you can't resist, can you? Like just to put that uh, in there. Yeah, at the end. I to be honest, I didn't notice that thing until right now. I'm like, oh that's really? Thing. Then I then I saw the little. You know, like, oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. such a stupid horror movie. It's such it is it is uh, tropey, uh, corny, but you know. I don't this, think we needed it. But at the same yeah, absolutely, time, absolutely, like, you, know, you don't need it. Absolutely, but at the end, what? Why not? I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll grant it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but it's absolutely unnecessary. It's because it's a really nice ending, you know. After like, it is actually. There was pretty much there was like almost no humor in the past two issues. Yeah. So it, it was nice to have like a happy or a feel good ending. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This um, is this is almost as if like, you know, you're listening to a cool song and and it finishes but then there's just that one extra note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or there's just a one extra note. It's like, no, that yeah. would have been perfect without it. Um but hey. It's like if you watch The Exorcist and then it ends with like a really cheesy demon hand coming out of the yeah, grave. Yeah. It's like the good guys won, you know? It's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But yeah, but maybe maybe Pax doing this as a pastiche to Dishora, you know, it, it, it's really oh, not I mean, totally. He's doing yeah. it as like a a nod to horror movies. Yeah, that it, it's a bit of tongue in cheek, and it's just why yeah. not? It, it it is harmless because at the end of the day, it's just that one little panel at the end. But it's, it's I, I did look at it just going, oh come on, that's a yeah. bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the Bizarro. Yeah. So we're not going to do that Bizarro issue, but it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. Oh, okay. It, it rags on Super Doom and it's hilarious. Like there's like a bizarro Doom and it's just amazing. But, oh, um, nice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so, so that was yeah, that was it. The um, was there a name for the overall arc? I can't remember. It was just it was... the trait is called Under the Skin. Okay, Under the Skin. Yeah. Um, and that's what this issue was called. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know if there's a name overall for the arc. I just consider it like Horrorville or whatever. Yeah, horror, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and just incidentally, horror, uh, sorry, Connor, just looking at the covers again, um, take it back. It, on par, 38, issue 38 would probably be on par with 36. I, I still do like that um, fist being punched through. Oh, uh, yeah, that's really cool. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. But that was, yeah, listeners, um, really highly recommended. Uh, Connor, are we going to mm. give this a, a rating? Who wants to go first? Um, well, I, I can go first if you want. Sure. Yeah. Um, I Look, I really enjoyed this as well. Another, um, I'm... You know, two for two. Actually, I've got short-term memory, so it could well be other issues before that as well. But what we've covered, uh, Unchained, was pretty strong. Mm. I enjoyed that. And this one, to follow up on that, uh, four-parter, five-parter, is really good as well. Uh, so yeah. I really enjoyed this for a, a Halloween pick, but just as a normal, just as a regular story anyway. I mean, it's just a horror yeah. story. Um, so I, I was actually thinking of giving it... Um, maybe an eight and a half but then i was trying to figure out what i gave unchained which i think i may have given an eight um no i think did i i don't remember okay but i i enjoyed this as much if not maybe oh yeah just just give it what you feel and discerning listeners can point out if you contradict okay cool yeah (laughs) okay i'll I'll give it a i'll give it a solid eight out of ten yeah um i I just yeah really enjoyable uh love the art um and yeah, despite what I said in issue four, that the last part, it, don't worry, it's not that jarring or anything. It was just something that I observed about the art difference. Uh, it in no way really detracts um, in, yeah. in the overall uh, impact of the the overall story. Greg Pak's writing, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what you're going to get with him. You're going to get solid characterizations. You're going to get funky ideas and stories like because um, yeah. yeah, just just he he knows how to weave a good story and to kind of give you enough little surprises um, and not be just so predictable like some writers can be. Uh, but, yeah, an 8 out of 10 for me. Uh, 8 out of 10, um, um, 8 out of 10 tendrils. <laughs> How about yeah, yourself, tendrils. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a 9. Nice. I was, well, I was like, I really like this. Mm. You know, I mean, this is more than Unchained. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll say I thought the art in Unchained was better, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we all know I had... There was, like, pretty specific problems I had with Unchained that I didn't have with this. Right, yep. Um, you know, uh, yeah. and, like, so... But, I mean, I don't really want to compare those two stories because no. they're really different. Yes, like they they're, are. they're super different, no pun intended. So, huh. a nine... Like, I enjoyed this much more than my first read-through. Okay. This, this was, like, a story that was tailored in a way that really spoke to me. It's a genre I love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love... With Superman, I love... I just... I like seeing him persevere over really terrible and horrible things and odds and come out being Superman, you know? Yeah. And that's that's a thing we get here. And this is like... You know, if I made a list of, like, Superman stories I really love, a list of my favourite Superman stories, this would probably be on that list. Wow, because it's a it's it's different. Like, there's not really many other, if any, other Superman stories like this. Mm. And I just thought it, the way it characterized Superman was really, really good, and the way it did horror 
It was really, really good. The way it did comedy was really good. Like, I just, you know, Greg Pak, he's a real talent. And, yeah, I think I think this is the best arc that he did for Superman in nice. New 52. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really dig everything about this story, you know. And I think, like, some... Sometimes when it comes to Superman and horror writers go a bit too dark, or in terms of events, but in terms of Superman's character, they just go real dark and make him like he's a horror. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't do that here. He was still Superman throughout the whole thing, really, yeah. which I really liked. And uh, yeah, I can't really praise this enough. This is a real hidden gem, in my opinion. But for people who aren't horror fans or like more traditional Superman stuff, and if they just randomly pick this up, you know, I I can't see them going, "Wow, this is awesome," you know. But mm-hmm. for me. Um, I think it's really, really great quality, and it's definitely something different as well. Yeah, you know, I'm always down for different approaches of mm. things. And, uh, and we, we've um, we've talked more than once on the show about um, how what it would be like. You know, what if we had a Superman comic that was horror based? Um, and, yeah. and this is certainly certainly one which takes it up another level compared to again, as I mentioned last episode. Just your standard um, monster mash like Dracula and Frankenstein, which yeah. is fun, but this is actually taking the genre of horror and and applying it seriously um, with Superman, and and I, I think it's an interesting, it's, it's a very interesting mix. Um, yeah, uh, because yeah, it's not as obvious as you know Superman taking on street level or Superman taking on cosmic threats. This is something way you know off his comfort zone. Um, yeah. So yeah, it yeah. was it was more than just a gimmick, hmm. like a lot of Superman horror stuff, which is gimmicks are fun. I love that Dracula and Frankenstein. Oh monster. yeah, me too. Yeah, that yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, but uh, they they did tongue in cheek. They they treated it seriously. They had a story they wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in terms of Superman and horror, like this is the best it gets. Yeah. You know, and like that being said, there's not many Superman horror things, but I think it's definitely the best it gets. And um. Also, shout out to. There's also a really good one where Superman has like sleep paralysis. Oh, uh, they nice. did like they did like a short story, and he uh, he's like in bed with Lois, and he gets sleep paralysis, and there's like the Phantom King or whatever uh, from that Grant Morrison issue. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember that guy with like the jar on his head, um, <laughs> Zadu. Yeah, so you know, shout out to that as well because that's another like really cool Superman horror spin. Might do that. Cool next year or something but yeah. yeah so you know i gush about this i can gush about it more but i won't um, um sorry connie you, you mentioned this was collected in a, in a collection yes like just uh, so action comics volume seven uh-huh. under the skin okay and that that's... collects sorry. so that that collects um 30 mm. so 36 to 39 and then uh features and one shot and the the bizarro issue. Oh, great! Well, that sounds so, yeah, it's more than worth it. There, you get the whole art. Un- yeah. Unfortunately, it does not collect the prologue slash epilogue because that is in the previous trade. But as I mentioned, you're better off if you want to read. Like, since you're buying a whole trade, you may as well buy Super Doom, and it'll be at the end of the Super Doom arc. Ah, okay, right. Um, but you could just buy that trade, but you're kind of buying it for like one issue in that case. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Uh, that, that's the only drawback. Okay. Um, but, you know, yeah, you can get this. And it's definitely worth a pick up. You just, 
you're missing out a little bit if you don't pick up the issue before it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can just, you know, pick it all up digitally. Yep. I'm sure it's there. Yeah, I've just picked up. Um, I should have gone for the collection, but I just I picked them up singularly. But there, that's fine. You know, it's good. Happy yeah. to support. Happy to support. Yeah, it's it's a good little trade. But it's not like a deluxe trade or anything. You know, I think yeah. it's just as good getting the single issues. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like supporting this as well because it's good stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. Greg Pak, he's too Superman. If you like, if you liked like Grant Morrison's action comics. Uh, Greg Pak's another high spot of New 52 Superman, or if you just like New 52 Superman or want to try it out, you know, just look for Greg Pak stuff and it's all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's less mind-bending than Grant's, which is infamous for taking about two reads to fully comprehend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I love that series. It's great. Yeah. I'll say it all the time. But it did take me two reads to get what was going on. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. Um... <laughs> But yeah, cool, cool. High ratings from the last suns. Good, I love Halloween. Good special. This yes. is fun. So uh, next time, Ray will be choosing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be, and so keep an eye out for a discussion thread coming out. Um, but yeah, hopefully, yeah, when this drops as well, enjoy everyone. Enjoy your Halloween if you're cel- celebrating it. If you're going to go out, yeah, um, yeah. Do you do you do it up your way there, Connor? Celebrate. Um, Jeez, I think sometimes depends on the neighbourhood. Yep. People go out with their kids and stuff and do sugar treat, but I don't think we really do it where yeah. I am. Um, uh, I I was going to watch some movies with a friend, a couple of friends. Okay. But unfortunately, I'm sick. Some people are not going to be able to. Ah. Um, yeah. But you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, of course, it's an American thing. Um, but about half oh, yeah. half of our neighbourhood, I think, is. Has dressed up their their fronts of their houses. Um, yeah, so I think there will be, and we've got um, street signs now. Beware of kids, you know, with cars. And stuff. So, <laughs> Beware of kids. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I think you know, some people enjoy enjoy doing that. Do you um, do anything for it or just this? No. Well, it's actually Eve's birthday on Halloween, so it's more oh, no a, way more of a birthday <laughs> celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, but That's I might I might try and flick on a, a horror film. Um, mm. Other than that, I'll just watch Ash versus the Evil Dead again. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen that. Uh, it's it's funny. It's funny and uh, gory. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, well, everyone, happy Halloween. Happy Hope Halloween. you enjoyed this issue. Hope you enjoyed our coverage. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, just don't. You know, look for any cracks in the sky. <laughs> don't yeah, look just you know. If your friend, don't ha- yeah, if your friend has a little octopus in the back of the neck, just you know, don't run. freak out. Don't, yeah, don't freak if out. You have yeah. that, don't freak out. Yeah, be very calm. Yeah, just be calm. Yeah. All right. Peace. See ya. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.